0: cliffcentral.com
1: Lisa, the lesbian on That's So Gay. And um, it's the end of the year. So, what we'll be doing today is the wrap up for 2015. In studio with me today is the one and only Jonas Sinclair. Welcome.
2: Thank you. I've been waiting for this gay wrap up the whole year.
1: (laughs) You know that, hilariously, the last show we did was last year, December 2014. Yes. Yeah.
2: Us gays get a show once a year. (laughs) (laughs) We've got to make the most of it.
1: We're going to need to do something about this, eh? So, in true fashion, what we'll be doing is talking about all the gay things happening all around the world. If you would like to join in on the conversation today, give us a call on 0861-555-189 or send us a tweet at cliffcentral.com. At Lisa the Lesbian And Jono Where can they reach you?
2: Uh, At Jono Sinclair Or they can reach us Via our WeChat at Cliff Central On the official uh, account
1: There we go So send us a message To screen Great So obviously The biggest story This year Was Caitlin Jennings So what we're going To be doing Is we're going to Give you some time To think about that one Before we start Talking about it Okay Okay.
2: Yeah Just keep in mind How everyone was So on board with her And then she came out And she made these These comments About gay marriage And uh, I don't know She kind of ruined a lot of her cred but I think it's still a big story that we should
1: she started off by saying I am the happiest woman in the world and then went off to saying I don't feel like a woman anymore Mm,
2: mm, mm, mm. I think she is very confused at the moment and you can imagine so I think we can let her experience her journey as it happens but I think you know when she tries to sort of be the voice of the gay community or the voice of the transgender community I think that is a risky thing because she's only been in that community for a few months like I don't think we should give her so much much say in the matter or so much uh, give power to what she says as much. I think let's let her find herself first.
1: You've got some very strong views on this, eh? Yeah, I know. No, it's <laughs> just
2: shocking for someone who is going through uh, becoming a, a woman from uh, you transitioning, but yet you don't uh, see it fit for other people to express their rights and their freedoms to get married. So it's just a mind-blowing thing that someone who is transitioning into a woman can mm-hmm. have those views on gay marriage. It just blew my mind.
1: Uh Okay, so some other celebs that did come out this year as well. Obviously, Tim Cook. The Apple CEO came out as being gay.
2: That is huge.
1: Apple prices dropped for a moment, but then went up as expected. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Miley Cyrus. Now, she didn't come out as being gay, but what she did say is, I'm literally open to every single thing that is consenting, and that doesn't involve any animals, (laughs) and everybody is of age. So, what do you think of that? Uh,
2: Okay. Well, I think uh, you know her sexuality was always very fluid. I mean, she's Mm -mm. kissed girls, and we've all seen everything thing and she's a wild child I wouldn't put this past her um, I think female sexuality is a lot more fluid so Mm-mm. a girl can go through a phase of making out with girls and then later on marry a guy and there's no big deal about it Mm-mm. whereas for if a guy were to do that if a guy yeah. were to go through a sort of a gay phase kiss a few guys and then want to get married to a girl I think that's a lot more frowned upon yep. and be like oh no you know you're trying to hide something there but I think yeah Miley's awesome and I think she's going to do what she wants to do whether it's man or woman and yeah how but this her. has
1: definitely been the year of the gender fluid people mm. i mean ruby rose perfect example of that she's only the most wanted woman on earth at the moment mm-hmm. uh she was also i think voted one of the sexiest women alive for 2015 as well and uh, a lot of other celebrities have come out as saying they're actually not bisexual but they're also not 100 percent straight
2: you know, you see it's you know especially with women's sexuality which is so fluid Um, A lot of the time. So it's hard to box yourself Mm -hmm. in as a bisexual because does that mean you're 50% attracted to men and 50% attracted to women? Maybe with some people you find you're more – so it's hard to even Mm -hmm. call yourself a bisexual or maybe at that point in your life you're not attracted to the one sex at all. So uh, even bisexual, although it's more open than saying you're gay or lesbian, Mm -hmm. it can really still box you.
1: Yeah, I have so, some friends like that. I call them every sexual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just makes more sense to me. Mm, One yeah. of the other big ones was Lizzie, Lily Rose Depp. She's Johnny Depp's daughter. Okay. She also came out as saying she's not 100% straight. So, not <laughs> she's gay. She's also not bi. She only said she's not 100% straight. Okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> I, I like how we always put almost percentages to it and we try to <laughs> put numbers to it. And is it like if someone were to say you're bisexual, you're like, so what are you like 60% this Way and forty percent this way, uh, you know, and you you want to quantify it because I think that's mm-hmm. how our brains manage information. And uh, I think for people who are only attracted to one gender, it's hard for us to say how can a person be attracted to both. It is it is a very strange thing, even for me to put in my mind how you can be attracted to both sexes. Mm-hmm. So I think bisexual people do, although they have a lot more options. Uh, I do think they have a, a tougher time explaining what yeah. they are and in explaining how they feel. You know.
1: Well, we're a little bit biased because we're both gay.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you see...
1: <laughs> so I'm 100% gay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 99.9. There might be that
2: 1%. Who's that one guy?
1: Well, we all know I love Gareth. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I would go as far as to say I love him that much, but there's been some guys. Let's see. Um, The guy from Suits... Harvey Specter. He's the guy
2: who's doing that DSTV ad. Yes, it's such the a good DSTV ad.
1: guy. That guy's so sexy. I would look twice at him, hey? Hello. I would. Okay, who's your one girl?
2: One girl who could turn me... Does it have to be somebody famous? No,
1: not at all. You can say me. I don't mind.
2: Okay, you, you're definitely <laughs> up there. Uh, no, but there really is. Like, uh, I wouldn't put a name to it, but there are certain women that mm-hmm. are, there are facets of them I'm attracted to and I could see myself. But I wouldn't ever invest in it because I know mm. that it's unfair on that person to be like, oh, I'm going to see if I can make this work out with you. Mm-mm. It's not fair to play with other people's emotions it like that. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, I don't think any of us truly are – 100% this way, 100% that way. I
1: agree I 100%. A lot of people
2: fall in love with humans. and, and that's the. Big I problem. mean,
1: I've often met a guy and gone, hmm, I wonder. And I mean, it, it, it makes me wonder about myself a lot because, I mean, I'm a lesbian. My Twitter handle is Lisa the Lesbian. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, what does that say about me, you know? And we often talk about this on the sex show as well. And Anastasia often brings it up. And one of the things that she says is that we are not defined by our genitalia. Mm-hmm. And we're not defined by who we fall in love with, by their genitalia. Mm-hmm. So all this labeling of I'm gay, I'm straight, I'm lesbian, I'm bi, I don't actually think it should mean anything. I don't actually think it does mean anything. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I've often met a full-on straight woman who falls in love with another straight, or with another woman, or even another straight woman, uh, you know, previously identified as straight. And the same with me. I can never say that I might not just meet a guy who's got all the qualities that I look for in a partner and then fall in love.
2: Mm -hmm. I think human beings have been um, conditioned that Mm -hmm. you're going to love one partner and you're going to be invested in that one person for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And I think now that we're evolving and things are a lot more open and a lot more we can talk about Mm -hmm. it, I think we realize that not all humans want that. Not Mm -hmm. all humans – are going to be with one person for the rest of their life. And not all humans are going to be with one sex for the rest of their lives. Yep. You I mean, know?
1: talk about that. There's been a couple of pansexual marriages this year as well. So is that um,
2: where it's men and women?
1: Men and women. But there's also been a few where there's been free men. Okay. Getting married. I think there was a couple in Thailand. Uh, Dory posted something of this not too long ago on the Cliff Central page as well. So I will go look for it and we'll post it on the podcast for this show today. Where three guys got married in Thai. I think it was Thailand, mm-hmm. but it was some Asian country. So the three of them got married, and the story is basically about how they were all great friends. They loved each other. They felt that they were in love with each other, and at some point they decided to get married because they felt like one person wasn't enough for them. Mm-hmm. And therefore, the three guys got married. Um, Then there was another couple, but it was two women and one guy. So it was basically a married couple that decided to open up their relationship to other people. And they met this woman, fell madly in love with her, both of them at the same time. And she got married to them as well. So all three of them were married and then they're now having a baby mm, so yeah. and they con- they consider themselves all as equal parents although it's the one woman and the one man having the baby mm-hmm. the other partner is equally involved in the baby and she's gone for the scans and she's gone with them she's there for the birth of the baby and everything.
2: It takes a lot of security to be that third person does, in a relation hey? and say I'm going to be equally invested in this kid but my uh, genes aren't being passed down to the yeah. kid um, but yeah I think we've seen over the last few years that open relationships do and can work
1: they can yeah. um,
2: i think it's a lot more open and honest and i think yeah people are just free to do what they want and i think that can work in a mm-hmm. relationship if you do really discuss what's going on and
1: yep well on the top 10 list there's also quite a few sports players none that we know very well i mean there's keegan Hurst, who's a um, british rugby league player Um, There's also Sam Stanley, who's an English rugby player. So, I mean, we're not just talking about celebrities and normal people coming out. We're also talking about big-time sports heroes. Which and it's, that should be sure harder is, for them, mm-hmm. actually.
2: It, I think it's one thing for an actor or a singer to come out, but when you're a sportsman, you're a big rugby mm-hmm. player playing for your country, and perhaps also now you have to deal with things in the change room yes, now. maybe exactly. the guys are like, oh, we don't want to change with you. You know, there's a lot more to mm-hmm. overcome. And also, especially in a butch sport like rugby, uh, for your fans who. Exactly. You know, hey? It really does take a lot more courage as a sportsman to come out.
1: And I mean, if you look at the predominant people that watch sports, they're the more hardcore, more, mm-hmm the more ruckety kind of person. Mm-hmm. And those are, I don't want to stereotype anybody, but those are generally the people that are more against gay marriage and that are mm-hmm. more, you know, living mm-hmm. their lives with blinkers on.
2: I think it really does help. So for let's, let's put it in a South African context. You get this mm-hmm. rich, I mean, this um, like butch Afrikaans um, rugby loving family <laughs> and, a lot of the time um, I love
1: how you threw an off-record there <laughs>
2: <laughs> well this is the thing this is what you stereotype rugby fans as but if someone's son were to come out I think the dad would be able to be like hang on I know a butch rugby player who's come out as gay nothing changed he still does his job well he's exactly. still able to perform out there maybe it's okay that my son is gay mm-hmm, or mm. my daughter is lesbian so I really do think when these icons whether it be sporting acting mm. or whatever come out it really does help get the message across that uh, gay people whatever transgender people can be normal people yeah. hold down a normal job
1: okay so what has been your highlight for 2015
2: uh okay in, ter- in terms of people coming anything out.
1: actually for you as a gay person what was your 2015 highlight or should i start with mine i mean mine is simple it's cliff central <laughs>
3: okay
1: so i mean i've done a lot of cliff central this year i've been very involved with cliff central and it's just been an amazing road for me so i mean that has absolutely been the highlight of my year
2: Okay, yeah. I kinda I'm kinda with you on there. Um for me it's more been about being open to it like although I have been out of the closet for a mm-hmm. long time I do oftentimes get uncomfortable talking about it and try to avoid the uh, question yeah? and, and there's that always that awkward moment when someone does find out and you have to explain why you don't have a girlfriend <laughs> those things do still happen it yeah. doesn't mean just because you're out the closet everyone knows you're gay mm-hmm. so I've become a lot more comfortable talking about it and even doing a show like this I'm really a lot more open to it yeah. and I'm like this is who I am you're gonna I think we asked you to do this. a
1: show of us last year sometime and you were like mm, not right now so yeah. you have become more open to the idea No,
2: for sure for sure and I mean I think as I've uh, gotten a lot more gay friends Mm -hmm. and I mean I do still have a lot of straight friends but almost hanging out with gay people and you see how normal they are and how proud they are of who they are you really do absorb some of that and I think
1: that this year definitely has brought upon people becoming more open to life being more different to what they're used to I mean my family as a whole as well you know speaking about Caitlyn Jenner speaking about all the things happening. You know, when my dad reads a story in the news about anything gay, you know, when we're having a conversation, he'll bring that up like, Ooh, did you see this? Or did you hear about Caitlyn Jenner? So it actually has really opened up people's eyes and ears to everything else. There we go. Duncan's just adjusting your mic. Jonah, you should know this by (laughs) now. Hey, (laughs) I was going to tell you what I tell all my other guests to treat their mic as a, um, you know, Up close by your mouth
2: Uh,
1: (laughs) You know what I was going to say there
2: Yeah but that's what you tell them On the sex show eh? We do but
1: this is not the sex show So we're going to keep sex Out of this one for once We want to prove to people That I can be decent eh? No of course We all know you're decent No, But also
2: you know Just looking at you And how proud you've been on it Mm. And uh, I know you've been involved With Gareth for a long time But also the fact that You're willing to go And make your Twitter handle And your name Lisa the lesbian And although we shouldn't Be defined by that You're willing to just Let it be a part of you And Mm -hmm. I think that's a big statement to everyone and just being out there
1: it is eh? yeah. it's quite liberating though mm. you know um, I know Gareth asked me once he said Lisa do you mind that we call you Lisa a lesbian and I actually thought about it after he asked me immediately I actually obviously said no but I thought about it later and then you know about uh, um, labeling ourselves and putting it out there and what if I do meet a man one day which I very highly doubt but then you mm-hmm. kind of have all the stigma to you oh you were lesbian now you're not kind of giving people ammunition to say oh wow well, you see we've proved it Mm. You know, you mm. you're not really lesbian type of thing. So, As if but it's I, something to prove. Yes, well. yeah. I know, I know. But I mean, I I'm happy about who I am, and I'm very proud of who I am. And mm-hmm. I think that what makes me happy and proud about it is about the amazing people I have around me, mm-hmm. and that someone like Gareth Cliff would stand up, a massive celebrity, and say, "You know what? We're doing a gay show." Mm-hmm. You know, and giving us the opportunity uh, to do things like this because that shows it's more and more it is okay and people shouldn't have an issue with it.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: So, yeah, okay, let's jump into some of the top stories. So let's look at some of the things that happened in South Africa first of all. Now, the Engierkerk, also known as the Dutch Reformed Church, has been highly in the news this year um, for some of the controversial things, obviously, that they've done. But uh, let's start off first with Reverend Martin Young from um, the Parkview Church and Reverend Hansie Vulmerans were accused of violating the doctrines of the pedestrian church in South Africa. Basically because they were condoning gay marriage and mm. they were basically performing mm. ceremony for gay couples, they had to go through a whole a whole thing and they had to go to court and whatever else, but it's kind of the the Presbytery. Court, so not the normal mm-hmm. high court. So they had to go to the presbytery high court um, to fight allegations against them. And the wonderful thing is, these allegations were actually dropped. So their official statement was: um, "You are free to express, uh, and you are not prohibited against uh, conducting or con- um, yeah conducting same-sex civil unions." So basically, at the end of it all, it came out that they could perform gay ceremonies.
2: It's awesome, and it's it's really heartwarming that people who are straight and who really don't mm-hmm. owe anything, quote-unquote, to the gay community are willing to almost put their careers on the line yes. and to put their reputation on the line and say, I do support this. Mm-mm-mm. And possibly alienating members of their own congrega- congregation who used to trust them and look up to them and exactly. can't get over and, that I mean, fact. the
1: person that brought the charges against them was someone from their own congregation. Mm-hmm. And that shows you how divided the churches are on the gay issue as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, there were the, all the big stories in America of the county clerks who refused to hand out marriage licenses. Yes. Um, I know that that one woman uh, who's back Kim Davis, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of other county clerks are coming out and supporting her and also yes. refusing to hand out gay she's marriage She's also licenses. actually
1: gotten an award, yeah. <laughs> believe it or not. She's gotten an award for her actions, um, mm. standing up against gay people.
2: I, as a gay person, I do... I wouldn't say I sympathize with her, but I see where she's coming from. She's standing up for her values. Mm-mm. She truly believes that gay marriage is against her beliefs and her religion, and she's standing up for that, and Mm-mm. she has every right to do that. Mm-mm. However, she is infringing upon other people's rights to do it. But, uh yeah, I it shouldn't be... A bad thing if, she, if her religion or her beliefs don't allow her to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she shouldn't be victimized for that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if she won't give out your marriage license, maybe somebody else will.
1: Yeah. See, but we've got the same issue here, though. So we've got all the – remember we did a show on the wedding venues that are refusing yes. to allow gay people to get yes. married there. Yes. Now, how do you deal with this? I mean, we've spoken to so many people, and I'm on defense about this one as well because mm-hmm. my opinion is, you know what, if someone else doesn't condole it – I don't want them performing my marriage. I don't well, want them hosting my marriage. I remember wedding. when
2: you brought that story. Yeah. It was almost a year ago. I yeah, it was about a year ago. I think you that story to my attention. And initially, you know, being who I am, my initial reaction was anger. How dare they? Yes, who do they exactly. think they are? But then after we spoke about it and uh, you actually spoke to the owners of the venue, we actually found that they were actually, they're not saying they're against gay marriage. Yep. They're just saying not here, not right now. And they have every right to do that. If they're not in a position or they're not willing or able to marry a gay person right now So what? Let's go get married somewhere else Exactly um, You know, we can't change people's beliefs And mm-hmm. a lot of people still believe That being gay is a sin And mm-hmm. if their religion tells them that They have every right to believe that And therefore exactly. how can we expect them to marry us If they believe it's a sin It goes against their rights mm-hmm. then So I just think we have to, you know Pick our battles wisely yep. And let people believe what they want yep. to believe.
1: I mean, one of the examples I made Are you going to force a Muslim to eat bacon? No You're not Mm -hmm. Simply because of his faith And his religion So why should you Force your religion Or your views Upon someone else Mm -hmm. And I mean I was also was very very Angered by the thing I think I actually Picked up the phone And phoned my sister And I was outraged How can they do this But after speaking To the owner Of the venue I was like Wow. Yeah. Okay. You actually hear it from their point of view. You
2: see why they did it. And yeah, you know, you can't infringe on people's religious views. Mm -mm. They've been indoctrinated with that. That's what they believe. They're going to take that to the grave. You're not going to change it.
1: Exactly. Let them be. Yeah. yeah okay so another one from the churches there was a minister, the lesbian minister i 'm not too sure if you heard the story um ex i, I don 't know exactly how to pronounce mm-hmm. the name, but Eclessia de Longer was fired for being a lesbian, so basically what happened is she married her partner and then was basically fired by the Methodist Church. And, uh, took it to the high court. And in November, the constitutional court refused to rule on the discriminating case of the lesbian minister and basically said that, um, she would need to resolve this through the arbitration process. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. high court in South Africa ruled, well, they didn't rule against her, but basically said that they cannot make a ruling on the case. And she's now having to go to arbitration to fight, um, her, illegal discharge from her job
2: well this is the thing when you're working for the church i mean it's one thing what our constitution says that's fine mm-hmm. but when the indoctrination of the church is saying something completely different we can't expect to change what people have been taught over millenn- over thousands of exactly. years Exactly. so it is a process and you know maybe why would she want to work there if that is how they feel.
4: And I, I get know, why I she's- I think it's fighting
2: kind of like a it. fight
1: of my rights, you know? I yeah. mean, I wouldn't want to work somewhere where they wanted yeah. me fired, but- It's the it's, principle. It's the principle. Yeah. And also, you know, a lot of the time when, as a company, in a corporate environment, when you fire someone and it's really not that big a deal, it's kind of because you want to prove a point to someone. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the same thing for her. And I mean, I, I stand to be corrected. I might be completely wrong about this, but I'm sure that for her, it's also about Showing people what is right and what is wrong. Mm -hmm. And this will set the groundwork for Mm -hmm. so many other people.
2: Yeah. I I bet if she were to win the case and they said that she wasn't allowed to be fired, she would have landed up leaving anyway. Exactly. But just proving it. On her own accord vote. Exactly that.
1: Then obviously, our wonderful Costa Semenya got married.
2: Mm -hmm. Now, this was huge because. She married a woman and, I mean, but Costa Semenya, the whole story just goes Mm. back years and people, I mean, don't really know the full story. You know, how was she born? How did she grow up? Uh, You know, there's all these questions and everybody has these questions in their mind, but no one is willing to ask them Mm -mm -mm. out of fear of being politically incorrect, out of fear of being uh, offensive. But… I myself, I do have questions that I want I know. to know about Costa Seminia, but there are very personal questions and it is none of my business at the end mm-hmm, of the day, mm-hmm. but that is how the human mind works. So when she did marry a woman this year, that was huge. That and was,
1: yeah. I mean, she's gone through all the gender testing and they've tested and proved she is female. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. But again, do we have the right to ask these questions? Mm-hmm. Is it really any of our business?
2: The thing is, everyone is thinking them
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, in terms of you actually, you know, you our brains are visual, so you're picturing, you know, what goes on. How uh-huh. does things look, you know? Which shouldn't be our business, but this is the thing. We we do wonder. We we have inquiring minds, and we want to know exact yep. details. But yeah, I'm happy for her, and I'm happy that she's found happiness in her life.
1: Uh-huh. Well, I think one of the stories for me that that made the headlines specifically in my life because I come from Dutch Reformed Church, you know, born and raised in the church and you know, grown up to teach all these very specific things. Um okay, we're playing off some tunes here. Don't worry, he showed me how to do the quick chat. Anyway, so uh you know, born in the Enge Church and raised in church, uh, earlier this year they announced that they would now recognize same sex marriage.
2: Okay, so they'll recognize it, not necessarily perform it, I suppose. Well,
1: I'm assuming that by recognizing you're saying that, look, we now recognize this and see it as being valid and legal and whatever else, that we would actually perform it. Mm -hmm. But subsequent to that, one of the ministers that voted yes or in favor of this later changed his mind. Mm -hmm. And what then happened is that has now gone to appeal. So it's all been placed on hold and it's now been moved out until end of 2017, 2018, which now means that basically the Dutch Reform Church will actually not, until further notice, acknowledge same-sex marriage as being legal.
2: You know, the marriage <laughs> issue is a funny one for me. I don't get offended if someone says you can't get married because, fine, let's, if we're taking it from a Christian point of view, the Bible does say marriage is between a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. And so if that is that religion's point of view on marriage, let it be. Yep. I, it doesn't say I can't live my life with my partner or I can't build a happy life and have savings and have exactly, investments yeah. and leave that person in my will. Um. I, I, yeah, marriage for me is just a paper issue mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I suppose So you don't necessarily people...
1: believe in getting married Or is it not a big well, deal to you?
2: It's just that if someone told me You can't get married in For Mm-mm-mm. instance, the Dutch Reformed Church oh, okay. I would be like, okay I'll go get married somewhere else.
1: Exactly. But mm. I
2: guess for other people who have grown up in that church their whole lives, yeah. maybe want something different. Mm. I'm just saying for me, if people want to say that it's only between a man and a woman and that's their belief, let them
1: believe yeah. it. I've been saying this for a very long time. Great business opportunity. Yeah. We need to create a portal with all the gay friendly, everything. So yeah. gay friendly restaurants, guest houses, mm-hmm. ministers, churches, um, guest lodge, all those things, don't you think? We, we can, can make millions. Yeah, it, we can
2: call it gay motto.
1: Gay motto. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but yeah, like sure, if you wanted a gay friendly pastor from the Dutch Reformed Church, or you wanted, you know, all of these things. Okay, sorry, I'm just getting a lot of in- instructions. You're being from told our to be technical- go forward, go back,
1: go left, go right, suck it, put it in.
2: <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I think it's each to their own.
1: Okay, so we're going to play out of a quick ad and a nice song. And when we come back, we will be speaking to Dr. Anastasia Thompson from The Sex Show, one of my co hosts there. Um, and obviously on top of the Caitlin Jenner thing. So we'll speak to you soon.
2: What are you doing for New Year's Eve? Join us for the sexiest VIP party at Madison Avenue, Santon's newest nightclub. Cliff Central's taking over the VIP area. So join us as our special VIP. And start 2016 on the right note. General admission is 200 Rand, but our exclusive VIP party together with Absolute Vodka is 500 Rand, which includes great music with me, Gareth Cliff, O'Neill, Miss Prue, and the Cliff Central crew, an outdoor tented area, lots of bars, food, prizes, gorgeous people, and a night to remember. Book now for Cliff Central Rocks Madison at CompuTicket.com. Go to CliffCentral.com for more details and stay tuned for everything you need to know. Be absolute and rock into
0: 2016 with us. CliffCentral.com
1: Okay, we're back and we're going to be speaking to Dr. Anastasia in a second. Um, so, as you were saying, Caitlyn Jenner, the big story for 2015. I think this
2: is one of the big stories of this decade, actually. <laughs> uh, and, you know, people were suspecting it for many months, uh, but it was all hearsay until he really came out and changed uh, his Twitter handle and became Caitlyn Jenner and the Vanity Fair. It was it was huge.
1: She had like a million followers, I think, in like half an hour. I think or something she was ridiculous. the fastest
2: person to get to a million. I think she even beat out Barack Obama when he <laughs> launched his POTUS Twitter handle. So it was pretty big. But um, yeah, I think Anastasia will give us a lot more insight into what Caitlin is going through and how big this is for the world.
1: Exactly, Anastasia, are you with us? Yeah, I, I think I'm here. Can you, you think you're there? We can hear you. Can you hear us?
4: I can, I can. We're using the power of the queer force to communicate. <laughs> Great,
1: there we go, the queer force. Listen, so uh as a transgender person, explain to us what do you think Caitlyn Gender has done for the transgender community?
4: Oh, my God. Start with like the heavily loaded question where she threw all of us into the spotlight with very little to no warning, got the world's attention, um, started, started off fooling us into thinking that she was all on the right track and she's a great spokeswoman. And then just completely throw us under the bus. Is that mm. what you mean?
1: Yes.
2: Yeah, You know, when she came out, it, right. was, it was great. But I, I think people gave her too much power and wanted her to become the spokesperson. And mm-hmm. I don't think she's ready for that.
1: Okay, so I think a lot well, of people probably you, don't know what you are touching talking.
4: on. You're touching on a very important point, Janna. And and I mm-hmm. definitely see both sides of this. Caitlin didn't have a lot of agency when it came to what kind of position is she going to occupy in society. Being in the media's eye, being part of the Kardashian clan, having her transition really take place under the, under the scrutiny of the media made it very, very difficult. Mm -hmm. So she couldn't really say, I don't want to be a spokeswoman because everyone is looking to her for that. And at the end of the day, she's a human being just like all of us.
1: That's right. So I think what we should do is, Caitlin Jenner obviously went on the Ellen Show, and she was saying that she does not support gay marriage, and that's one of the big things that she's done. So I'm going to play that clip real quick, and then
3: we'll come back and chat to it. It's stage right? Absolutely. for it. I know you're very conservative, yeah. and, and you have been very conservative. You've, you've said you're Republican. And, and is that a bad thing? Uh, yes, no, it's not. Look, the only here. thing is, you know, a lot of Republicans, I don't want to speak for everyone, would vote against all the issues, but, you know, that you as a woman and you as a trans person right. would want someone to support.
0: I, I agree with that in some cases. Uh, and I think same-sex they need, marriage? See, I, gay marriage? Uh, I have to admit that um, I remember 15 years ago, 20 years ago, whatever it was, when this whole gay marriage issue came up, at first I was not for it. I mean, I thought... I'm a traditionalist. I'm I'm older than most people in the audience, you know. I mean, I kind of like tradition. And, you know, it's always been a man and a woman. And uh, I'm thinking, I don't quite get it. But as time has gone on, uh, I think like a lot of people on this issue have really changed your thinking here. um, To I don't ever want to stand in front of anybody's happiness. You know, that's not my job.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. Um, If. Uh, that word, marriage, is really, really that important to you. I, I can go with it, you know. And it's, so, it's funny
3: because you're so you're still kind of a little not on board with it.
0: It's, no, I'm on board. I mean, yeah. it is going to be the you know because pretty much if, the law the, la- the law of the land. Right. So I, I still feel like yeah, I'm. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah I don't it's want so cuz I don't want to stand in front of somebody's happiness.
3: Right. I, and I just think that it's and and I, you know, obviously marriage is an important word because marriage is marriage and equality is equality. So right. if we want the same word that everyone else has, it wouldn't be civil union, it wouldn't be it would be right. So so equality is important for all of us.
1: Okay, so she starts off by saying, I don't really support it, but okay, yes, I don't want to stop people. And then you can kind of hear in her tone of voice, I don't really support it, but her words are saying something different. Anastasia? Anastasia?
4: Yeah, I think that was that was one of the big major facepalm moments, Caitlin and, and I mean, it's something I I often talk about is this idea that we have this this acronym, LGBTQIA, and there's all kinds of different people who come under that umbrella. And some of it is about sexuality, some of it is about gender identity. It's not all the same thing, but we are lumped together as a community that is often marginalized and we try and cultivate some kind of unity in that you know i mean i'm i'm a trans person all right so i'm also a lesbian woman i'm also a little bit asexual i'm a lot of these different things but i understand that there is intersectionality in that struggle and to to come out on national international tv and say, yeah, I'm I'm a trans woman and I'm opposed to marriage equality, I mean it 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 really does a disservice to a lot of mm-hmm. people in that community.
2: Yeah, Anastasia, just coming back to why should Caitlin have even been asked that question. I mean, she isn't the spokesperson for gay people, and if she doesn't believe in gay marriage, it doesn't really affect us. Like she said, it's the law of the land, and if gay people can get married, they can get married. But the thing is, when she came out as transgender, people put her on this pedestal, mm. and almost everything she said was really going to filter down. And I, I really do feel it was unfair of all of us to give her so much responsibility so soon and to expect her to comment on all these things. Um And like she says she is from an older generation and she is a traditionalist and i feel it's not that bad if she doesn't want to support gay marriage that's fine it doesn't affect us in the slightest but it is just mind-blowing that here she is trans transitioning and expecting people to accept her and yet she can't wrap her mind around gay marriage that was what was shocking for me
4: yeah, I, I actually think it goes a little bit further than that, because, you know, generally what we say, and it's something that Caitlin said herself, she has had this identity for a very long time. She actually started to transition. I don't know if you know this. She was on hormones back in the 1980s. Oh, she stopped oh, wow. when she married Chris. But, I mean, to me, the implication of that is that she was involved in lesbian marriage. So how is mm, that okay?
2: mm, mm. Yeah, well, even since since this whole uh, gay marriage issue, uh, it's been revealed that uh, Caitlin, it, I, I don't think it's official yet, maybe you can educate me, but that she is actually maybe in a relationship with a woman. Uh, she is, yeah. She's so at the moment, she is actually functioning as a lesbian woman.
1: But is she not in a relationship with another transgender woman? Well, Anastasia, do you know?
4: I am, I am, country's popular belief, I'm not the PR manager for Caitlyn Jana. <laughs> oh,
1: you see, we're doing it exactly I don't know, maybe you could have got her on are... the line,
4: but it's probably a little bit like early in the morning in America.
1: We're stereotyping. Uh, please can we get Caitlyn Jana on the line quickly, just speaking to the production team there in the back? They're snap your, snap your fingers. <laughs> but it is, we, you know, we automatically assume as a lesbian or gay person or transgender, you'd automatically know everything in the gay community. Yeah. Like Anastasia yeah. asked me about the new app called Her. Which has been available in other countries all along, which is now a lesbian dating app. Okay. I know nothing about it. And mm. I must be honest, Anastasia, since speaking to you, I still know nothing about it.
4: <laughs> I think yeah, to and you both. It's not available yeah. on Android, but it's, one thing, it's not just that we're expected to know everything that's going on in the LGBT community, um, but also there's, there's kind of this expectation that as people who are LGBT identified, we're not going to be homophobic and we're not going to be transphobic. Mm-mm. And I'm sure, Lisa, you can identify with this. I mean, I have met some rally homophobic homos in my lifetime. Oh, right. yeah, I know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean,
1: I often meet people who know who I am, like Lisa Lesbian, and they would go, oh, that lesbian is so full of herself. And, like, mm-hmm. seriously, and I mean, these are people that are supposed to be supporting us. You know, this is the community that's mm-hmm. supposed to be standing together.
2: Mm-hmm. A lot of the time it's like – um Um, within the LGBTQIA community we can insult each other but yes. when other people want to throw in, so then we are all up in arms and then we stick together. Exactly. But I know even with um, w- among my friends, when we're like, "Oh, that's so gay," or oh, "Don't oh, you know that's so gay," or "You're so queer," and I'm like, "But hang on, guys, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> what, you keep very what are we doing here?" <laughs> like, you know. But I think it is nice that we can joke about that and yeah. we can, you know, as people who maybe grew up differently, you've grown up being teased, you've grown up with comments, and now it's nice to be able to throw them around amongst your friends and not let them hurt anymore. Mm-hmm. And when someone does call you gay and you're like, hang on, yeah, I am gay. Uh, and, you know, someone who really broke that door for me was Zach Efron. I remember just after High School Musical and there were rumors that he was gay. And someone asked him in an interview and he, instead of getting defensive about it, instead of, uh, you know, mm-hmm. trying to show how many women he slept with, he said, you know what? If the worst thing someone can call me is gay, I'm not doing that bad. And for me, that comment has yep. really just stuck for me. Like if the worst thing you can call me is gay or transgender or lesbian, then, hey, I'm not
1: doing that bad. There we go. We all have a new outlook on life now.
4: I think it's just about reclaiming the power that's associated with those words. And I mean, mm-hmm. we know things like fag or faggot or queer or yeah. dyke or... I mean, these are terms that, that were used as pejoratives for a really long time. But for me to stand up and say, yeah, I'm a queer woman and I'm proud of it, I actually take a lot of the power out of those words and yeah. and they can no longer harm me. It's part of my identity and it's, it's something mm-hmm. that I can wave around as a flag of pride and I'm happy to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: yeah. no. I don't mean... <laughs> (laughs) You know, I think even in our community, you know, Anastasia, you'd maybe be able to protest to this. I think as a lesbian, I haven't really had such a tough road with coming out because, you know, being a lesbian woman or a gay man, it's people's known about it for a long time. Mm -hmm. And they kind of know there are people like us around, Mm -hmm. you know, but transgender hasn't really been so out there. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and it's a much harder road because there's the transitioning, there's the, you know, there's a whole lot of surgical procedures and things that also go hand in hand Mm -hmm. with that, you know. And I mean, I don't even begin to understand or know what all of that is about, Mm -hmm. but that is like a commitment, like a lifetime commitment, you know. I mean, Jono and I were talking about it earlier saying, Are we all 100% straight or 100% gained? The answer is no. And I mean, even myself, I've at times admitted that I can't say, That I'll never end up with a guy Mm -hmm. I can't say that I might meet a different person But as a transgender person You really go all in Mm -hmm. You know I mean it, It depends to what degree I know there's certain levels of degrees And that But it's really a very Very difficult road And it would make it so much easier If we all just stood together And none of that mattered Mm -hmm. You know, even at gay clubs, if you meet someone that's either gay, you know, bi or transgender, people go and they ask questions. Oh, did that person transition? Do they have this? Don't they have this? You know, Anastasia, we've spoken about this often as well. And I was was telling Jono earlier that one of the things that you've always said that's really stuck with me is that we are not identified Mm -hmm. by our genitalia.
4: Yeah, it's absolutely so true. And I mean, you know, I'm, I I was I was playing around at one of the dating sites this morning. And yeah, I got asked what's in my pants. I oh mean, it gosh. happens when I go out, if I go to parties or clubs or something like that. It is kind of part of the struggle that I face in trying to be true to myself. And the other thing that I, am you know, I sound like a broken record because I say the same things over and over, mm. but my experiences are not representative of every transgender person. Yeah. And this comes back to like the whole Caitlyn Jenner thing where you can have a media team and like multi-million dollars and, you know, it can really make your struggle so much easier. But mm-hmm. I mean, there are people living out in the rural areas of this country who don't have access to health care who aren't empowered with a kind of vocabulary and terminology, who don't know how to put it into words, who don't have the support Mm -hmm. structures. Mm -hmm. So sure, my journey is difficult. I mean, your journey is difficult. And we can try and compare them and say mine is worse, yours is worse. But at the end of the day, what I think is important is to understand we all have varying degrees of privilege, Mm -hmm. things that make it easier for us. And then there are other people who don't always have access to those kinds of things. And I really think it just comes down to trying to be empathic and seeing things from other people's perspective. You know, it's very easy for me to understand my struggle, but for me to put myself into someone else's shoes and to say, what, I, what is that person going through? And what can I do to try and draw attention to it or make it easier or just spread some awareness and understanding? That's what's important, right?
1: Yep, exactly that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Anastasia, also just what you do, you know uh, I know you speak on various platforms and you aren't the spokesperson for all sort of transgender people within South Africa but you really are emerging as a voice for people and helping all of us understand and even as gay people, you know, it really helps us to understand what transgender people go through because we don't always understand it and uh, I think, yeah, you're doing great work and how you are so free to answer these questions and you do get a lot of questions like when people ask you what's in your pants but I think you're used to that and you know how to respond now and I think just getting the message out there that we shouldn't mm-hmm. be asking those questions because we aren't defined by that but you know, I think you're doing great work on, on that front
1: yep. I'm excited to see what 2016 holds for us though because I mean this year has a lot mm-hmm. of countries legalizing gay marriage gay partnership I mean Oregon and Illinois joined California Uh, New Jersey, Washington, D.C. in banning licensed therapists from from practicing conversion therapy. Conversion therapy, yes. Yes, The worst
4: evil in the entire universe. Mm Exactly, And I mean,
1: on top of that, the White House has now stood up as well and said that they've actually released a report to show just how dangerous conversion therapy is and what it can actually do to a person.
2: Hmm. I think it's, uh, you know, if someone, though, does want conversion therapy… Then I think that's their choice to go yeah, for it. But I think a lot of the time it's when kids come out mm-mm. in their teens and possibly the parents are taking them, yep. and it's almost a guilt thing, um, especially with religion. And you go and you get prayed for, you get hands laid on you, you you know, you get the team of pastors praying around <laughs> you, and it, it really can feel like that your homosexuality is coming from Satan, that it's just a temptation. Mm-hmm. It's just something you have to work through. It's your cross to bear. Uh, God will give you the strength to get through this. Uh, you know, all these things. And, and in a young person's mind, that can really have long lasting effects. Course. And I think a lot of us are fortunate that we have access to information. We have access to other gay people who can mm-hmm. guide us through that. But like Anastasia was saying, the people in rural communities who don't in have Georgetown. that, who can really be indoctrinated to believe that homosexuality is from Satan and you're going to hell should you go down this path. It's a very sad story.
4: Yep. Okay, oh go. my gosh, that pray the gay way thing. I mean, <laughs> basically <laughs> you're subjecting people to exorcism. Yeah. I mean, what kind of a comparison are you making between people who are gay? It's like, what, you're possessed by the devil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The kind of message, like you say, the kind of message that that sends to a young person, it just tells them, there is something wrong with you, and you have to believe that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and it's so damaging.
2: I, I don't think we realize how prevalent it is. When a child comes out to the parents, if that family is a religious family, literally the first point of call for the parents before they phone anyone else is phoning the pastor. What do I yep. do? My child is got the devil in him.
1: And the problem is if you phone the wrong pastor, mm-hmm. you're going to have the Gosh. wrong reaction. mm
2: mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. this is the thing so yeah I I just think we all have to support each other and uh, gay people or transgender people if we do spot someone who we can see struggling with that just reach out and although they may not have come out yet or just give them the the option to be open with you to talk to you and they'll tell you things when they're ready to tell you things because I've noticed in my life I can spot like this young kid maybe he is only 12 years old but I can see that maybe he is dealing with Mm-hmm. maybe being homophobic, uh, being um homosexual. And, you, you know, you can already see at that age, other kids are starting to turn on them, tease them. Mm-hmm. They're really... Already feeling isolated But like Anastasia was saying earlier They don't have the vocabulary to put to it They can't rationalize it in their Mm -hmm. minds And I think yeah So the older gay, transgender, lesbian, whatever Should just look out for people like that Who need a helping hand And who need someone to talk to And to guide And to say you know These things that you might be feeling Are not from Satan Because you don't know what other people are telling
1: them Mm. I was going to say our motto for 2016 Should be reach out and touch someone But if (laughs) we said that on the sex show We would be crucified Am I right (laughs) instead?
4: Yeah. Oh my God! They would come for us—pitchforks and torches. Yeah, we would yeah, be finished. Yeah. I like, smell a like, lawsuit.
1: Yeah. So, quick thing before we wrap up, Anastasia, what was your highlight of 2015? Personally, for you, it doesn't need to be anything else on the world, but whatever really touched you this year.
4: Um, it wasn't one singular event. It mm-hmm. was many events, and it's continuous. But I would say it was it was coming out. This is the year that I came out as trans. That I transitioned openly in the public eye. Told friends. Told family. Um, and really, just started living a life that is authentic and genuine. And I mean, it's a, in 30 years, it's a first for me, and it's it's been monumental.
1: Well, that's great. Thank you very it's much huge. for sharing that yeah, with us, so,
2: No, Well done. It's, it really does take a lot of courage. It's one thing to come out and say, I'm gay. It's another thing to come out and say, I'm a transgender and mm-hmm. I'm a lesbian or and I'm this and I'm this. It really does and take a, a lot of courage. And forget that part. <laughs> Yeah,
4: and a feminist. She's I've got four letters. I'm <laughs> <laughs> kind of collapsing, ma'am. <laughs> okay,
1: so some other things that happen in the country or in um, other countries that legalise some part of gay uh, marriage or partnership. So, obviously, the U.S. Mm-hmm. came out, and gay marriage is now legal all over the U.S. We or- all
2: remember when everyone changed yes. their Facebook or their whatever profile <laughs> picture to the gay background.
1: Yeah. They tried doing that with a different thing as well. Oh, the Paris thing. Yeah, they did it with the Paris thing. But that didn't take off. It,
2: yeah. it was pretty big. But you see, people are making money off that. They create that little <laughs> watermark in the background, and people download that. It's,
1: it's, we should start anticipating these things mm-hmm. and start actually creating our own. You see, yeah. business plans. Okay, then Greece Parliament has approved a new civil partnership that will legally recognize same-sex couples for the first time that doesn't legalize gay marriage but it legalizes same couples. So basically what it means is they will enjoy the same rights.
2: Yes. So yes. we all remember that story. I know we're running out of time. But that that couple in America, they were on Oprah and the boyfriend passed away. Uh, uh, wow. And because they weren't oh, recognized yes, yes, yes. as a couple, he couldn't go into the hospital. He couldn't go into the ICU. He was bar- barred from the funeral. So it really does give them all those rights. Yeah.
1: And then uh, Slovenia rejected a law legalizing same-sex marriage. So... Same-sex marriage is not legal, but registered partnership has been legal in Slovenia mm-hmm. since
3: mm-hmm.
2: 2006. Mm-hmm. That's big, yeah. I mean, for a country like that, you know. Yeah.
1: But it's a step in the right direction, yeah. though. So they might not – it was in talks of being legalized. Yeah. They didn't work. So I mean, even the same though it thing, wasn't
2: approved, the yes. fact that they were discussing it, they were debating it, it's a step in the right direction.
1: Exactly. Right, so that's pretty much the biggest stories for 2015. Well, just the, the
2: biggest one I think coming out of South Africa was yes. our own uh, oh, Johnny yes. Apple, who who came out. Uh, I think uh-uh. he came out on International Come Out Day. Uh, oh, is yeah. it sometime in October. <laughs> Come he, Out and
4: play <laughs> He
2: literally came out on that day, and I think that took a lot of courage. And he's got a very young career. I know we we do have a song of his. Maybe we can play it just to wrap up the show. So
1: I think we'll wrap up with a draining man, and then we'll do a Johnny Apple. Oh, then song. do a Johnny Apple after
2: that. Yeah, <laughs> just we can't w- have a gay show without it's raining exactly you
1: can't and then there was for me the best invention of 2015 what do you think that would be Jono
2: the best invention in terms of gay
1: in terms of gay
2: hmm
1: in yes. terms of lesbian.
2: I didn't gay. realize that we had gay inventions.
1: <laughs> 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 we generally don't, so don't think big. Don't think Apple iPhones came up with a gay app to give you orgasms or something. It's not that big. <laughs>
2: I want an app, like a gaydar app, yes. that can like oh, have an yes. algorithm to tell if someone is gay, because <laughs> sometimes you question your own gaydar. But anyway, <laughs> um, no, 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 I have no idea. I presume it's something disgusting.
1: Actually, not too bad. Um, it is called a seminette. It's a new sex toy that can help lesbian couples conceive through artificial insemination. So basically, it looks like a um, front part of a strap-on or dildo, and it comes with a little pump on the Uh side. So Uh I'm assuming – now, I didn't read up all about this. There's not too much information out there yet – that the sperm somehow gets injected into this toy, sex toy. You use the pump – to then insert the semen into your partner and Bob's your uncle, if all goes well. Okay. You've just impregnated your girlfriend. No
2: doctors involved. <laughs> hey. Cut out the middle man.
1: Well, you're going to need to get the sperm some ways. Hey, So You can uh, make a plan. Hey.
2: <laughs> sperm is freely available. <laughs>
1: yeah. Listen, it's been great. And thank you very much no, for joining thank us. thank you. And uh, we'll be playing out with It's Raining Men. And I hope to catch you guys
0: soon.